Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Yeah, All right, we are halfway home on a Monday. Thanks for being here. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, executive producer, running the uh, the ship so admirably as he does. Our admiral runs it admirably. Benjamin Higgins back from his golf excursion. Five rounds in the books. How many holes is that? I'm bet 90? Yeah, 90 is holes. That, look at me. 90 holes. Good math. 90 holes. Technically, actually, um, on the last day, we finished, and there was no one in front of us, and they had to start on the back nine, so we ended up just played another six, seven more holes. 97 holes of golf yeah. in three days. That's juicy, man. That's more than the pros do. Did you walk every hole? Oh, no, we had carts. Oh, you did have carts. Yeah. Okay, you know, okay. it's funny. You got to you gotta try to it's zip through. It's funny because I had my, I had my um, step counter in my pocket. Yeah. Even with the carts, I still got over 10 miles. Oh, yeah. Over 22,000 steps just because, you know, cart paths only, yeah. walking back and forth. Carts, is that every round? Every round. Like, I hit like I do. Every round I get about four miles in. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy because I'm walking all over the place. Uh, it's good to be back. Something happened to this show that I, you know, look. We're almost uh, together. When's our anniversary, Paulie? Is it May? Uh, end of March. March. End of five I always years. think it's May. They both start with M. They, they do. Yeah. yeah. March, uh, we'll be together five years. Remember, we started right before a baseball season. Yeah. And that always is end of March. End of March. Yeah. The Ben and Woods program. Uh, coming up on our five-year anniversary. I'm sure we won't make a big deal about that at all. Uh, but we've had a lot of cool stuff that's happened to us, right? Like, you have... You well, you'll be at Petco Park and somebody will scream, you know, do the show bitch at you, which is pretty cool. It's happened to Ben at Vaughn's, you know, and and that's fun. Like you love that stuff. We had our friends at Burgeon make a beer named after our listeners, Tier One. It still trips me out when I open the the uh, the refrigerator 
and the beer is in there with the chain and says tier one on it. And by the way, I have a four heard. pack like on a shelf. Yeah, it blows me away. So the, cool. uh, it's so the cool. The third round of the tier one pale ale should be coming out just in time for opening day. Oh, hell this yeah. in twenty twenty three with a, a a slightly redesigned. She is can. Nice. I can't wait. The update uh, of the of the tier one from Virgin. So looking forward to that. But I got to tell you, this is up there for me. What happened this morning? I walked in. I was first one here. And I looked down in front of my computer, and there was uh, what appeared to be a Christmas card. And it was made out to me and you, Ben, and you, Paul. And I said, oh, okay. It's nice of a listener to send us a, a Christmas card. So I opened the Christmas card. And if it's not the three of us and these two fine people, we are their Christmas card, the five of us. And it says, hope your holidays are crazy awesome, with love from Margaret and A.J. Hardy. And on the back, it says, here it is, as promised, our Christmas card. Thank all of you for the laughs uh, this year. 2022 would not have been nearly as much fun if you were not part of our daily morning life. Warmest wishes for healthy and joyous 2023, Margaret and A.J. Hardy. So we are, when they send this out to their cousins and aunts and uncles and friends, they got three loads on there in Ben and Woods gear. It's us. We're I, on their uh, Christmas card. I remember <laughs> taking that picture. I did too. And now I wish I had, you know, maybe put my bag down and taken a, a little more than a moment to stop and take the picture. Paul and I actually look pretty good. I didn't good realize in this one. it was going to end up on someone's <laughs> it's Christmas, Christmas card. card. You don't ever expect to end up on someone's Christmas card. Like I don't know where they're from originally, but like we're on a fridge right now in Dubuque, Iowa somewhere for long-lost relatives of the Hardys and who are these guys? Just three dudes. Like that's us. We made their Christmas <laughs> card and I th- this morning I opened up I went well, that's awesome. That just made We've my had years day. Where I haven't even made my own Christmas <laughs> card. We just put the kids on there. I mean, if any time you can take me I beg, out of the Christmas card, it looks better. I begged my wife. <laughs> I begged her this year. Begged her to just do our two beautiful children. Nobody wants to see me. They're going to make fun of it. They're going to tweet it. They're going to blow my face up in it. They're going to blow my double chin up in it. Hey, nice boots, Woods. Like, I, I'm over it. I said I don't want to do it again. You do the whole theme outfit. Yeah, Christmas she card, makes me do the theme. Well. Yeah. Yeah, we're in all black, like we're at a funeral, too. So I just... It's fun. Merry Dude. Christmas from Johnny Cash yeah, and, and his family. family. Yeah, Merry Merry <laughs> Christmas from the Adams family. That's us. So I, I told her, I said, our kids are beautiful. They're photogenic. They're fun. Just put them on it. Nobody wants to see me. And uh, but here we go. Now we're making other people's Christmas cards. You think it's probably okay to tweet out a picture of it? Yeah. Someone else's Christmas yeah, card. Is that, yeah, is that they, kosher? They send it to you. There's so. no, there's no address. The, yeah, don't put there's the no address. address or the names necessarily. Well, but to the Hardy family, thank you guys so much. Just, uh, just really cool. And I'm like, man, that we, make us Hardy boys now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I read all of those books growing up. <laughs> I did too, actually. You know what's funny? You know what's really funny? It's funny you mentioned that. Do you remember Encyclopedia Brown? Oh, yeah. Okay, Polly, did you have Encyclopedia Browns? A little bit. Yeah. So I had, it, this is how the mind works. About a month ago, Bo is, uh, loves, you know, he loves books. He loves to be read to. And uh, I like to try to do it every night, read him a book. So I thought to myself, you know what would be cool? I'm going to get some of those Encyclopedia Brown books where he was solving cases in the neighborhood and 
blah, blah, blah. And I bet you they're as fantastic as I remember. I bought three of them. Yeah, how how they how they um, age? Steaming piles of dung <laughs> is how they aged. They're horrible. They're beyond horrible. I'm reading to him. He's looking at me like I'm speaking in a foreign language. They're the worst books of all time. And I remember the stories, the cases. When I was a kid, I loved them. I thought they were so good. They're, I mean, completely things. There's an expiration date on things. And I think we've hit it with our Encyclopedia Brown. It was terrible. They're they're terrible. We got through one entire book, and about a quarter of the way through the other one, he goes, "That I, I don't understand this at all. I go, you know what, pal? I don't understand it either. And it's terrible, <laughs> and I want to throw them away. Not everything is as great as we make it out to be from our youth, Ben. Do you remember all the things that were like, man, back in my day, we used to drink right from the garden hose. Yeah, it tastes like death. Go do it today and tell me how it tastes. It tastes like death. It wasn't everything wasn't all as great as we make it out to I be. I mean, back speaking then. of insight, what from your childhood do you want your uh, like, true kids to right? have nowadays? Like everything's I, better. So, Paulie, everything is better. I didn't wear a helmet on a bicycle ever. <laughs> Never once did I ever own a helmet. My dad is watching us. I'm, we're jumping ramps. We're dr- driving off of tie walls. I watch my five-year-old, almost five-year-old, pedal a bike with a helmet on. And I'm like, I'm, I'm biting my nails. I'm clutching my pearls. I'm like, Ooh, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Everything's better now. It, it is. We, we, we romanticize things in our mind. The, oh, back in my day, these books were incredible. They're turds. They're beyond turds. Well, I think part of it is that back then... Without the internet, you didn't have, you didn't know how common head injuries were. Guess what? Kids back then had, a, there were head injuries, absolutely like fatal and severe head injuries on bike accidents. But they didn't make the local news every morning. They didn't, you know, they weren't stories on your internet feed. Now that we know, and like, yeah, absolutely, it's dangerous. And there's a way to protect your kids against that. And all they have to do is. Put a helmet Put on. on a helmet? And, Why wouldn't you do that? And by the way, I mean, look, we like if somebody wore a helmet in our neighborhood, we'd be like, <laughs> look at this dork in a helmet. Now the helmets are badass. They got spikes on the top of them. They look cool. You know, they're the kids are in. Bo has a Spider-Man helmet he's into. Paulie, that is such a great topic. What you just we should put that and file it away. What really was better back in the day? Video games weren't better. They were terrible. They were horrible. RBI baseball was terrible. It's fun because it was the first baseball. You put it up against MLB, the show right now, you're in hell playing that game. You You play it for three seconds. You mentioned uh, Encyclopedia Brown. I remember uh, the actual encyclopedias, like my parents spending a fortune on a Every Christmas I would get encyclopedias. And you used them like to research something for school. It's terrible. Oh, all right, L, let's look up, you know, lava, whatever it yeah, was. Latvia. Yeah. Something, I'm writing a paper about Latvia, and I have to go. Basically, basically what it was was how can I take what the encyclopedia said, translate my own words onto this piece of notebook paper I'm writing this paper for. Do you think anyone ever buys encyclopedias? Now the encyclopedia salesman. I mean, it, like it, a, it's a vintage item. I would assume people probably have them because it looks cool, cool and like a bookshelf and cool. as a decoration. Right but back then, it was almost essential. You had no, had no Wikipedia. You had no like, internet to look things up like, in. I, I collect records, as you know, and I listen to records. And I'm I'm not one of the guys that says, "Oh man, it sounds so much better on vinyl." 
I think it sounds just fine in my ears on from Spotify or the Odyssey app seven percent of the time, and you know other things. I I think audio is better, right? I think the audio quality is better now than it's ever been. I didn't like having a million cassettes. I didn't like having a million records at the time. I didn't like having a million CDs. You don't miss that little hiss from when you like dubbed over a cassette from. Mother, yeah, but you borrowed your buddy's girls, girls, and, girls and, to and dub the, it. The the quality diminishes just a little bit on each each girls, copy you make. Girls, girls. <laughs> what truly was better back then? What was better? It's okay to admit. Nothing. It's okay to say like technology things. Could, you know what? We advance. So we much get better. better now. Food, food's so much better now. Oh, much so much better. better. Things have changed, though. Like, the taste of, of things that we grew up eating are different now. Like, they taste, I, and you know why, Ben? Probably because they took some of the crap out of it. Not that there's not still crap in some of it, but some of the crap that made it taste the way we are used to was probably not good for you, and that's why they took it out of there. What was better? What are we romanticizing? Me trying to bring those books back for my child it was such a slap in the face as I was reading them. He was looking at me like, I thought these were supposed to be badass. They're not. They're horrible. They're horrible. I think there's a certain nostalgia for life being a little simpler, where you didn't know everything that was going on in the wider world, and you were more contained in your own neighborhood, you know, just your neighbors and your friends and who you rode the bike around with. Now... You know, my kids, most of their friends they've met like on the internet and live in Canada and other places, you know, that they play video games with from all over the world. Like they're real people. They've met them actually. And, you know, they're important people in their lives. But we wouldn't, we didn't have that option when we were growing up. No. You, you, if you, you wanted had a, a friend, pen, pal. you better like the person who lived, you know, within a couple of blocks of your house because otherwise you weren't meeting anyone else. That was about it. Yeah. You go to camp and meet a buddy at camp and like, hey, I'll write you a letter <laughs> once a summer or something. But I mean, every truly everything is better. I really like it with my kids. I, I want to show them I'm things from my youth. I never wanted to be that person who always was like, oh, things were so much better back in my day. I generally do believe that things improve. Things suck now a lot sometimes. Sure. Yes. It's tough. And you can sometimes you're scrolling Twitter and it's called doom scrolling for a reason. And you feel impending doom upon you. That didn't exist back then, really. We were all we all kind of had our heads in the sand a little bit. Right. Which I don't know is it's the, not that bad things weren't happening. We just didn't hear about them on a constant and, minute by minute basis. And nor did we sit there and obsess about them if we did. You know, like we do now. I'm I'm as guilty as the next person. So uh glad you brought up the Hardy Boys. It was a terrible joke, but it led to this Discussion, and I'm still looking for Twitter uh, to answer what was better. What was better back then? Ismail says fast food was McDonald's had their uh, French fries in beef tallow. Yeah, probably they probably tasted a little better. And, yeah, but they, they still also, taste really good. They also good. used to make milkshakes with powder that they like would <laughs> stir into something. I mean, I, I don't know that fast food was better. Are you telling me that you can go out and get a better like chicken sandwich than the one at Chick Fil A twenty years ago? I don't remember one. I don't really was, either. Was better than that, so I don't know about that. I will, I will contest that. Okay. Aaron says squeeze it. I don't know what that is. Warheads. I'm older than juice. you. They're like uh, Kool Aid juice, like in a plastic. Oh, those were hideous then. No, they were good. And then he says original formula Coca Cola. Coca Cola still tastes damn good to me. Damn good. Hmm. 
These kids will never know. They'll never know how good they, they have it now. Tis the season. If you're looking for the best Christmas music in San Diego, you can always tune into our sister station, KYXY 96.5. Weird liner to read. If you don't like what you're hearing here, go to another station in our building and, then, and check out what they're doing come here. Back and we'll talk more about... Uh, why do I keep seeing on my timeline now... I'm going to pitch a fit later. People <laughs> tweeting about... Uh, Padres, Yankees, Fernando Tatis I don't want to give it the attention, but I feel like it's us to do Can it. Can we just kill we it have, in our next segment? We then? have audio if you want to hear it. We have audio. There's audio There's of audio show too? in New York talking about it. I want to die. You guys want to hear it? Let's well, yeah, hear it out there. We also have our Benowitz Wrapped coming up as well. Yeah, we do. That's it's a great uh, moment in our history. We will go back. I was not here and probably wouldn't have happened. But we hear you on I this. was here. It's Ben and Woods. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, traffic, by the way, is very bad, and I think it's overwhelmed Kelly. So we'll catch up with her a little bit later on 97.3 The Fan. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rap, 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 rap it up. I take it. 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 That's the uh, song signifying it is time for another edition of Ben and Woods Rap. Looking back at uh, some of our favorite moments from 2022 as we count down to the end of our broadcasting year, culminating with Friday's uh, holiday and Christmas extravaganza. You'll definitely not want to miss it. Don't not miss it. Yeah, don't forget to not Not miss miss it. it. There we go. 
on Friday for our holiday and Christmas extravaganza. So much fun, so much work, but so much fun that day. So we'll have a... We'll have a, a live studio audience. Some uh, people bid on that for the Ben Woods Open. Our buddy Travis and his crew won it. They're going to be in here. It's going to get rowdy. I may get drunk on the air, just so you know. I feel like for today's Ben Woods Rap, we're going back very early in the year. Yes. yes. Uh, this may have been first vacation, in fact. It, it, it was so January 11th. Yeah, first vacation. I would have worked four days and then took <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you had another vacation before that. But I, I, I seem to I remember, believe I this was the Eve I was taking my son. We were doing a, a father's Sunday. We went up to Disneyland for the day. That is right. And we went left early, but I was listening to the show, and you called me when I was on my way up as you decided to try something different. The most avant-garde <laughs> sports talk radio in the history of sports talk radio. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah. Take it to the limit and let it go by. Fourteen. <laughs> is that really you? I just called Ben. Ben, it's been twelve minutes. It's been twelve minutes. I'm in hell, Ben. You're still playing, and I can't believe you're doing this. I'm sick, Ben. I'm sick. We are pouring sweat right now. I. I'm just, I'm now, now this is just awkward, me being here and listening to it. Should I, abor- should we abort? We've got four minutes left. I mean, how can you not see it through at this point? All right, I miss you. All right, bye, Ben. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay. Go back to your hijinks. Have fun. Oh, my God. Played the entire Bob Dylan 16, 14, minutes, oh, 15, somewhere around there. 17? I was... It's the most nervous I've ever been on the air, by far. And we played the entire freaking thing and just just rotted through it. And it was... I'd say it was a success. People talk to me about it all the time. Nobody ever says, hey, great job talking about that Niners game. They say, oh my God, Bob Dylan, I'll never forget where I was. I was driving to work. I had to sit in my car and see if you guys could see it through. It still makes my heart race a little bit to think about that we actually did that because it was nerve-wracking. I mean, the there fact, had to be some people who just go, I can't listen to this oh, anymore. Guarant- I have to turn it guaranteed. off. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Which, that's not what you want, but see it through. You know, see it through like we did. And, and you know, realize that that is, uh, that's some legendary type radio right there. I would, if I do say so, or if we do say so ourselves, that <laughs> was a lot of fun on that day. So we like to have fun on this show. Apparently, uh, on shows in New York, I guess you just can say what you want. That's just I, that's the thing I hate about this business, just the rabid conjecture. And it's not just radio hosts, man. It's it's guys, you know, it's guys like John Heyman tweeting out Arson Judge is going to the Giants and it's just a bunch of inaccuracies and it's a bunch of speculation and you know, I you expect it I think from fans that are pretending to be other people and you expect it from from this guy, that guy, but you know, John Heyman with inaccurate information, and then these guys on New York Sports Radio, you know, talk. I, where there's smoke, there is sometimes fire, but there has to be actual smoke. There needs to be smoke. You can't just invent the smoke to create the fire. Correct. There has to be something out there, and when uh, you know rumors, whispers, whatever, of a trade involving the Padres and Yankees, and the Yankees inquiring Fernando Tatis Jr. 
start popping up in my timeline, I'm wondering, where are like, they getting this? Like crazy, crazy, crazy amounts of tweets pouring in about this purported trade that's being discussed, which is, you know, by all accounts from Peter Seidler himself, and you may always make the point, Ben, he has never lied to us yet. He has not lied to us one time. Everything he said he was going to do, he's done. Um, you know, I think a GM has to be a little cagier about the way that they withhold information or give information. That's that's what you want from your GM, actually. You, you want that if you're a fan of the team. But this feels to me like just rabid speculation, and you're you're working your fan base into a tizzy for no reason. Um, do we have any? We've found we got some, some audio. audio. Okay, yeah. so where did this? Where we got this from? I don't care what they say. Hal has to be feeling pressure right now with what Steve Cohen is doing. Has to. Has okay. to. That's fine. Has to be because That's if you just, I mean, if you just bring Judge back, I mean, where does that put you? He's back, but where does that put you if you don't add? If you don't continue to add. Plus, you're exactly where you were last year, where you're just not. The only way you could even have the argument that you overtake Houston is because they're losing guys, not because you're gaining guys, because you've added nothing. I'll tell you what I heard over the weekend, and I, this is not a crazy idea, especially with with San Diego signing Bogarts and then Soto on the on the cusp of being paid. Because you kept hearing Yankees, Yankees are in on something big. I heard Tatis Jr. over the weekend. Ooh. That's interesting with what the the amount of money it's it's a lot of years. It's a lot of years and he's but it's an not elite crazy, talent. It's not crazy money, man. But it's not, but a couple things. First of all, he's you know already got a strike against him with the PEDs. Second he, of all, he gets hurt a lot. Uh there's been some injury concerns, yeah, but hopefully the shoulder stuff is taken care of. So one I mean I guess it's it's I don't want to say benefit because it's not a benefit, but it's something he's he's taken care of while he's out with the suspension. But I mean, he's only like if you're worried about luxury money and you don't want to get crazy like Steve Cohen's getting, I mean, his he only counts 24 against the your luxury. And guy. how long is his de- his deal's forever, right? Uh he is signed up and through 2034. Yeah, so so at 2030, you think 24 million dollars going to be a ton of money? No, I mean, no. Judges I don't even feel like I don't even feel like it's a lot right now. No, for what he no, and here's the, the best part: is you're only, I mean, he's only made like his payroll salary this season is seven point seven million, which is which is amazing. It was on ninety eight seven ESPN New York. I think they're going to play Bob Dylan in their next segment. <laughs> Imagine doing that in New York. Good God! I, I think for all the reasons that they were just trying to talk themselves in, yeah, but Fernando the, Tatis Jr. are the same reasons why the Padres wouldn't would never give up on Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, man. Also, the no trade clause is in full effect from Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, somebody made a point. Yes, I totally see Fernando Tatis Jr. cutting his hair. Uh, and conforming to the, exi- I'll waive my no trade clause. By the way, not for any extra money or anything else. I'm going to go to New York and uh, I'm going to cut my hair. I'm going to shave. I'm going to conform to the New York Yankees way of of doing things. Um, listen, the and it's fine. You know what? It, an absolutely okay conversation to have is, hey, if I'm Hal or if I'm Cashman, I call AJ Preller and I say, AJ. May, is do you, is it time for a fresh start for this kid? You can have that conversation, but you know what I heard over the weekend? I heard that uh, the Yankees are, are currently working on a deal that would send guys back to get Fernando Tatis Jr. It's asinine. I mean, I heard is everyone knows the Padres just signed another shortstop, so maybe they'd be willing to trade the other one. And you have. can absolutely... Just say that. Just say that. You can have that conversation. 
right? You can absolutely have that conversation. It, it'd be like me getting on this morning going, hey, look, I heard that uh, I heard over the weekend that uh, we're in on Mookie Betts. No, I know he's signed to a long-term deal. He's got no trade clauses and everything else, but we're in on him. We want him, and AJ's currently working on a deal. No, it's not how it works. By the way, Yankees, if you want a good shortstop, just sign Carlos Correa. Yeah, right go there. get Carlos just Correa. Pay him a bunch of money. You yeah. have it. You got the money. Go ahead and pay it to him, and so you've absurd. got a great shortstop right there, um, available to you now. And even better are the Yankee fans saying in there, uh, "I wouldn't even want him. He's a cheater." I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> like, well, okay. Well, what was true is that the Mets are probably putting some pressure on yes. New York and what's going on there. And when we come back, our friend. Casey Stern oh, is going to join Casey. us. I love him. Uh, he's been following the Mets saga this offseason very closely. What drama uh, with Steve Cohen in New York. We'll get to that uh, coming up next with more Ben and Woods. First, uh, just a reminder, Kenny Maine back with season two of his podcast, Hey Maine. Yeah, it was a short offseason, but Kenny has some more great guests he was oh. really looking forward to speaking with. Hey, Download Hey Maine on the free Odyssey app hey, wherever man. you get your podcasts. Hey, back after this on 97.3 The Fan. Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So if uh, if the numbers are coming in correctly, and by the way, this offseason is still not done, the New York Mets could owe, in terms of total payroll plus luxury tax, over $400 million this year. That is chump change for Steve Cohen, though. That would be a record. That's for sure. That's big, man. It's uh, Ben and Woods back with you. Let's get right to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Uh, welcome Casey Stern uh, back to the show here on Ben and Woods. Always Enjoys Casey's work, including his unfiltered podcast. Casey, welcome back. Good morning to you. Morning, boys. How we doing? Okay, doing well, man. About your spending cities, yeah. New York and yeah, San look at Diego. Us. You we're, know? we're the same. New York, San Diego, the 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 premier destination for free agents and big money. Casey, it is 
uh, if you've ever seen the, I, I love the show Seinfeld, even still. Yeah. The episode of The Opposite, where George <laughs> says, I'm doing the opposite and feeling the opposite of every instinct I've ever had. That's Jerry. right. That's right. That is a Met fan day because this is the opposite feeling of every instinct and feeling we've had as Met fans throughout our entire lives. To not have the Wilpons, who were dubbed the coupons for treating the New York Mets like the Milwaukee Mets, and to now Yankees the Yankees in a certain way. And this, it, it really, look, it doesn't guarantee you anything except happiness right now if you're a Mets fan. We're winning the offseason, Jerry. We're winning the offseason. Yeah, I'm George. I'm unemployed, and I live with my parents. <laughs> Hi, I'm Victoria. I mean, it's just, it's just right. unbelievable. Right. It's a great, great cop. Uh, talking to our pal Casey Stern here. So I have seen, I'm sure you've seen the tweet going around, too. Um, you know, look, have the Mets improved their team, right? You lost to Grom, but you added Justin Verlander. You brought back Nimmo, um, and he, you know, you brought him back. He didn't go anywhere. You got David Robertson. You got... Um, you got Senga to replace Bassett, et cetera, et cetera. Are these upgrades in your mind, or are you looking at, at basically the same team just with different faces? Well, I think it's it's about the same, right? So it's a lot of money to be back where you were. However, you know, people need to be reminded, and most of these people, by the way, are not people like in your neck of the woods. We're talking about like Met fans, oh, yeah. I think, who are just, you know, they need to be reminded, you won over 100 games, so... For all you didn't do and all the failures, there are only so many teams who have a chance. And right now in the National League specifically, let's look at it. If you're not a fan of the Mets, the Braves, the Phillies, the Padres, the Dodgers, and maybe the Cardinals, five, maybe 16, yeah. you have no reason to show up unless you're getting autographs in spring training. That's it. There's no reason unless you can't get away from your wife or husband and that's your ticket out few hours with a hot dog and a couple of beers, you might as well save your money and wait till at least 2025. So the Mets are, yeah, they're relatively about the same. The one thing I would say is that, you know, Senga's got an upside that we're not, you know, totally clear right now when he comes to the States what that will be. The stuff is certainly nasty. So, you know, could he and Jose Quintana be better than they got out of Bassett and Taiwan Walker? I think you could say that. Will Verlander pitch more than DeGrom did? Yes. I think even at this age, you could say that, right? You know, we know what wins are and what they aren't, but there were five wins attributed to DeGrom's name and not a lot of starts last year. And the other thing that I would say is, you know, twofold with the lineup in terms of improvements. One, down the stretch, and I said this to you guys as we looked ahead to that series where those two teams played each other. Look, Marte ended up coming back at the end and was in there against the Padres and actually performed pretty well. But when they lost Sterling Marte the last couple of months of the season, that was a huge reason yeah. why they were not able to hold off the Braves. The other part is Francisco Alvarez is the top prospect in the game and probably is going to DH every day for this team get a chance to take AB. So could they be a little better? Yes. Are they about the same? Yes. Will you take it at 100 wins? If you don't, you're an idiot. Talking to Casey Stern here on Ben and Woods. And uh, Woodsy brought up this tweet. Kind of, It was a funny tweet this morning, but there was some always that kernel of truth behind it. It goes like this. Mets spend $800 million in payroll media. Wow, this is great for baseball. Showing fans you want to win. Nimmo's worth every penny. Padres spend $250 million in payroll. And this type of spending is not sustainable. They'll have to trade Tatis overpaid for Bogarts. Is that the case, though? I mean, is there any blowback in New York over the Mets spending? Is there anyone who's going like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be doing this or none of that at all? 
Well, I don't think there's any of that, and I, 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 I'll be fair with this. I think because it's the Mets, not the Yankees. The Mets spent so many years, guys, not paying like they were a New York team, right? And, and so many you know, different things said by GMs and owners, so many bad hires of general managers like Brody Van Wagenen, and all sorts of, I don't have to remind you, of sex toys in a clubhouse, Mr. Met giving a finger to its own fan base. When you deal with all of that, and then all of a sudden, you've got an owner who's got all the pockets, who's a fan of the team and wants to win, and then pays up, it's hard for it to be looked at negatively because of the backdrop of where this team was. Now, that being said, think of what the expectations were last year. Buck Walter wins manager of the year. They win 100 games. They do everything they did, and they were seen as a disgrace right? Because they blew a lead yep. and they didn't win the division and then they didn't get past the Padres. Imagine what the expectations will be now Ooh. for this coming season. It's it's crazy. We're talking to our pal Casey Stern uh, here on Ben and Woods this morning. Casey's the host of the Unfiltered Podcast, one of our favorite guests we have. Uh, Casey, so now you look at what the Mets have. What do they need right now? You're looking at, because, you know, look, for all the moves that we've made here, um, getting Xander was was incredible. You know, we've, we've got a couple pitchers that were already here. We got those guys back. We're feeling pretty good, but we still have some needs, right? We still need a DH. We need maybe a left fielder. Don't know what's going to happen with Tatis, all of that. What do the Mets need to do to get better uh, in 2023? Well, they need to continue to fill out the bullpen because you know that your innings with Verlander and Scherzer are going to have to be, you know, monitored. I mean, yeah. we saw a situation, obviously, Padre fans know about where the Dodgers get Scherzer instead of them, but then Scherzer down the stretch, right, says, hey, they pitched me too much, I have dead arm. And a year ago, Scherzer gave up seven runs to your baseball team, in part because he had an oblique issue and it was tired and he's 37 years old. So when you've got those situations at the front end, you have to make sure to have a bullpen that's deep because you can't be relying on Edwin Diaz, who may be the best closer in baseball, and I think he is, to be giving you more than three outs a game because you want him down the stretch to be as strong as possible. So I think that's number one. And number two is they have to figure out what they're going to do with Alvarez. And I think, you know, to me, the answer is he's got a DH, lefties, righties, and venditties, as I like to say. I don't care who's pitching. And you've got to play him every day. If you have the top prospect in baseball and you're not sure whether or not he's a catcher, but you know he's a hitter and he's got that kind of power, he's got to be in the lineup every day. Don't have to tell a Padre fan when they look at the likes of the Tatises in the world and even the Kims and many others over even the recent years who have come in and made immediate impact, what it can do to a baseball team. Alvarez could end up being more of a difference for this team than any of the pitching or any of the moves they just made if he's as good as being that number one prospect in the game. Casey, I, I think it's really hard in Major League Baseball to have three outstanding teams in the same division. Uh, two years ago, in the NL West, the Padres were trying to keep up with the Dodgers and Giants, 107, 106 wins. Just wasn't possible, and they ended up you know, falling off the map in the second half of the season. What kind of dynamic are you looking at in the NL East this coming oh, year? Oh my God. Uh, the Braves, the Phillies, and the Mets, all basically all in, but it's hard. You can't. You know, there won't be 300-win teams in the same division. It's just almost mathematically impossible. You're looking at a lot, a lot of tums for Davey Martinez. That's number one. A lot. Like, I mean, an exorbitant amount of Pepto-Bismol because the Nationals are just terrible. And when you kind of do the juxtaposition with what's at the top of the division, it makes it worse. I think really you're looking at health being a major factor. What's Bryce Harper's health? When does he come back? 
from the Tommy John situation. If it's in the middle of the year, can he only DH? They'd like Reese Hoskins, obviously, to be the designated hitter, but they can't do that if Harper can't be there in the outfield. And what's the health of that situation with Harper? The Braves, last year down the stretch, I thought the injury to Spencer Strider really hurt them. What's the health and the situation of what it's going to be like with life without Dansby Swanson, who I do think will leave, and can Vaughn Grissom, who's just a kid, just step in and go play shortstop every day and be successful for them. And then for the Mets, I think at the front end, you're trying to basically bubble wrap Scherzer and Verlander to get them to the postseason, where, by the way, let's be fair, neither are a guarantee. Verlander just won his first ever World Series game, and in a five-inning performance, gutsy, don't take anything away, but it is what it is. And Scherzer was just terrible the last two times that he's been there in those must-win games, September into October. So I think the health of those teams, the age of the Mets, biggest question. But clearly, again, you want to talk have and have not. You're not a Padre, Dodger, Met, Philly, Brave, sometimes Cardinals. You better all the time not pay anything for tickets because it's going to be a, a world of hurt for the fans of the rest of the team. Well, 2023 should be very exciting. And who knows, there there could be another collision course in October yep. between the Padres and the Mets. I know the Mets would love the chance for a little bit of revenge. Who knows what will happen to Casey. Uh, we'll be following it all year long. Appreciate it as always. Thank you so much. Anytime, boys. Be well. Appreciate it. Uh, Casey Stern. You can follow him at Twitter at Casey Stern, C-A-S-E-Y-S-T-E-R-N, and the Unfiltered Podcast as well. Yeah, it's not like it's not like any of those teams, you know, we just talked about don't have question marks. And and the Braves potentially losing Dansby Swanson to the Los Angeles Dodgers is the the latest rumor that they may be interested in a uh you know, I think they may they may look at it and go, I, Gavin Lux as the everyday shortstop, don't know if we want that. Um but Dansby Swanson, yeah, he's a good player. Good player. He's for me, he's one of those guys, Ben I thought was going to be a brave for a long, long time. I really did. I don't know how much he's commanding uh, this off season, but if I'm the Braves, man, I try to keep that core together. I really do. I, I don't think you can afford to let him go. Uh, there was one thing that stood out that I thought Casey was very insightful. Uh, I want to bring that up uh, first. This hour at ninety-seven three, the fan is brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID nineteen cases may rise if you test positive or at high risk. Act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment. Could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Uh, back after a quick check of traffic with Kelly here on 97.3 The Fan. So Casey said that if you weren't the Braves, Mets, Phillies, Cardinals, Dodgers, or Padres, not even that much of a reason to show up this season. Other Is that than accurate? Grab some yeah. auto- autographs. It sounds, it sounds right, doesn't it? Just the way he says it. I, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I bet it would be incredibly rare I mean, we've only had six playoff teams for a couple of seasons now, but for the exact same teams to make the playoffs in a league one year after another, with six playoff teams, do you really think that they'll be the exact same six as they were here in 2022? There's only one way to find out, Benny. Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals, Braves, Mets, Phillies. Only one way to find out. So in the NL East, the two teams that didn't make the playoffs are the Miami Marlins now being skippered, by our beloved Skip Schumacher. Don't know that he is going to be able to turn around in that division. They finished 69 and 93. Nice. They finished 18 games yep. behind the Phillies for the last playoff spot in baseball. Yep. So he's got to make up that number there if the Phillies yes. do exactly what they did last year. Yes. Uh, the Washington Nationals are going nowhere. That is, I feel very confident in saying that. Uh, baseball analysis for you on Ben and Woods. So the Brewers. 
somehow kind of always find themselves nibbling around near or they near only the top. finished a game out of the wild card. Yep. They would be the closest team, but if anything, you feel like the Brewers are not going all in. If anything, Correct. they may be selling off pieces. You still hear Corbin Burns rumors trying to trade him before he. He hits free agency. It's got a couple of years, though. So they can keep him and Woodruff and, and some of those guys together, and maybe they make a run, right? Maybe they make a run. Maybe they slide into a wild card spot, but, I mean, I don't think the Phillies are going to win less than the 87 that they won last year. I don't think so either. I don't think the Padres are going to win less than the 89 they won last year. I, I don't How think so How many wins either. is it even going to take? So maybe they catch the Cardinals and win that division? The Cardinals went out. Signed Wilson Contreras. Yeah. It uh, looked like they're still, you know, trying to make moves to improve in this offseason as well. I, they were seven games behind the Cardinals in that division. I don't think they're going to be very easy to catch. And then in the NL West, uh, the Giants finished eight games behind the Padres. Uh, now, the Giants added Mitch Hanniger and have certainly been involved and could have other moves to be make. Signed Sean Manaya uh, late last night. But are they going to make up eight games on a team that added Xander Bogarts? This offseason. And is getting Fernando Tatis Do- Jr. back. The Dodgers may take a step back, but a step back from 111 is wins. Is 103. It's not that, it's not a bad season at all. Yeah. The uh, Diamondbacks, yeah, I mean, young. They got some young. They played well talent. in the second played, half of the year. Played well down the stretch a little bit. Uh, Colorado, probably not going. They're going to get Chris Bryant back. I think he's going to be healthy this year. Ben, that should help them a little bit. But yeah, I just, he's pretty, it's pretty dead accurate. I, we all, if there, if we know one thing about baseball, is that nothing goes the way that we think it will. So if you write down on the board today, Ben and Woods predict those six, those six teams to make it. I promise you, at least one of them won't. It's, it's and I hope it's, it's not us, it's but I don't also, think it will it's be. Absolutely, the most sensible, wise, logical thing to say, and also something that almost certainly will not be true at the end yeah, of the season. Exactly, because right. you never have the exact same playoff teams as you did the year before. And yep. when Casey said it. I was nodding. Yeah, of course he's right, and then of course he's wrong because that's not how will it end up playing yeah, out. Because that's injuries, baseball. you don't know what's going to happen. These are the kind of questions I can certainly imagine our friend Sam Levitt attacking in his new Inside San Diego Baseball podcast. Sam discussing all things Padres and Major League Baseball with weekly episodes. You can find it at ninety-seven three thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Casey, by the way, appeared on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. we got one hour left. Uh, Paulie's going to get us some headlines with the Rindle Report. We do need to get into a little bit more of the NFL from yesterday. Uh, it's We're the only show probably in America yeah, that waits three really hours. three hours to three jump hours. into uh-huh. an NFL Sunday. Yep. Um, there are some I'm good with it, by the way. interesting storylines, including the one in San Francisco, where Woo! Mr. Irrelevant dismantled the GOAT, Tom Brady, last Sad night to see in Tom, his hometown dude. in front of all of his Sad. friends and Sad to see family it. and his old dad sitting there in the box just watching Tom Brady absolutely get bodied is, by a guy named Brock Purdy. This is Johnny Unitas on the Chargers, man. <laughs> was the last player taken this in the is draft. Uh, so we'll get to some of that as well in our final hour. All coming up with more Ben and Woods. Stick around on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 